Welcome to Darnley Cyber Cafe, your digital information haven for coffee aficionados. In an age where data is currency and every click could be a threat, knowledge is your greatest defense. I'm your host, Darnley Gresson Jr., and this is a podcast where we illuminate the dark corners of our digital world. Join us as we navigate the ever-changing currents of cybersecurity news, IT security, and the latest in the business digital landscape. Whether you're a seasoned IT professional, a business executive, or just curious about the forces shaping our digital future, Darnley Cyber Cafe is your digital coffee house, guiding you through the noise. I'm here to break down the headlines, decode the jargon, and deliver actual insights to protect your data, your business, and your peace of mind. So, fasten your digital seatbelts and prepare to embark on a journey through the ever-shifting world of cyber threats, news, and IT security. Darnley Cyber Cafe, your digital information haven for coffee aficionados starts now. Episode 61, Cybersecurity Year in Review. In this episode, we're going to do a quick end-of-year review, 10 major cyber attacks and data breaches that affected all of us throughout the year, and focusing on 2024 onward. As we bid farewell to another year, it is important to reflect on the ever-evolving landscape of cybersecurity that has defined 2023. This year has been marked by unprecedented challenges, innovative solutions, and heightened awareness in the crucial role of cybersecurity that plays within our interconnected world. Now, from the rise of artificial intelligence and machine learning, supply chain security, to stressing the importance of proper cyber hygiene, this year has been quite the typical mixed bag of events. Now, if I'm honest with everyone, as uh, this is typically business as usual, as far as I can tell, the cybersecurity landscape is definitely poised for further evolution. And along with this evolution, there are bound to be some headaches along the way. Now, this is why cybersecurity plays an important role in all of our lives, regardless if you're a business professional, IT specialist, or just anyone who just wants to keep their ear on the news and events. I always want to underscore the importance of understanding and gaining new knowledge to better protect yourself. What do we need to review exactly? Isn't the world going to hell in a handbasket? No, not yet anyway. One of the biggest events I want to highlight for 2023 is within the cybersecurity community. We have witnessed a massive collaboration and information sharing among organizations, government agencies, and security researchers. This collective effort has and will continue to play a defining role in identifying and mitigating these cyber threats. Did you think 2023 was a good year? I would say so, depending on who you ask. Again, I do want to highlight that year over year, cyber attacks are gaining in strength and in numbers. And cyber criminals are continuing to find new innovative ways to collect and disrupt technologies for their benefit. These come from for-profit criminal rings or from state-sponsored cyber attack groups alike. 
10 major cyber attacks, and data breaches. Ransomware remained a massive threat to businesses, especially to smaller and less protected businesses. This focus on the data theft and extortion-only campaigns by some attackers was a major development within 2023. Now, not all the attacks mentioned are encrypted-based ransomware, but instead involved extortion-only demands. Russian-speaking group CLOP, spelled C-L-O-P, was behind most of the extortion-only based attacks that affected the Move It and Go Anywhere attacks. Now, I will go over 10 of those major attacks that made headlines this year. And now, I don't have all the time in the world to talk about every single one of them or to get into very specific details. I'll just kind of glance over the very, the very crucial and most impactful attacks that happened throughout the year. And I'm starting from essentially January and working my way into December. Number one, the EX, ESXi ransomware attacks. The, ESX, the ICSA-ARX ransomware campaign targeted customers that ran the VMware ESXi hypervisor. According to the FBI and the CISA, they put the number of compromised server servers to 3,800 worldwide. This targeted countries such as the United States, Canada, France, and Germany, according to the cybersecurity vendor Census. These attacks exploited a two-year-old vulnerability that particularly affected older versions of the VMware ESXi. Number two, go anywhere attacks. In February, Fortra informed customers that it had identified an actively exploited zero-day vulnerability in its Go Anywhere file transfer program, which could be used to remotely execute code on vulnerable systems. Now, this hack of healthcare benefits and technology firm Nation Benefits impacted 3 million members, according to the Identity Theft Resource Center. The Go Anywhere platform was also exploited by hackers to steal data from numerous other large organizations, including Procter & Gamble, the City of Toronto, Crown Resorts, and data security firm Rubrik. You will see most of these attacks targeting these sort of transfer file transfer programs, and I'll get into this about uh, in point number four as well. But this is a very key thing I want just to quickly highlight here of where attackers will be looking at compromising. Number three, the compromise in March of 3CX. This is a widely used communication software maker, and this attack resembled the SolarWinds or Enable, as they're called now, supply chain attack of 2020 in number of key ways. Now, fortunately, this attack was actually caught in weeks rather than months, such as SolarWinds Enable. 3CX, whose communications software included a voiceover IP phone system app, targeted in the attack. Uh, It is said that its customer base totaled more than 600,000 organizations, with sales exclusively through its network of 25,000 partners. Major customers listed by 3CX include American Express, McDonald's, Coca-Cola, NHS, Toyota, BMW, and Honda. Number four, move it attacks. 
I mentioned this in greater detail within episode number 57. The attackers, CLOP, the Russian-speaking group, exploited a critical vulnerability in Progress's Move-It file transfer tool and are to believe to have begun this attack in late May. It is also believed that the attacks have not included any deployment of encryption as in traditional ransomware attacks. Instead, CLOP claimed that if a victim company were to pay its demand, the group would not leak the victim's stolen data on its dark website. And for hundreds of companies that presumably opted not to pay, the CLOP group did exactly that and released all this data on the dark website. But as July, incident response firm Coveware was estimating that CLOP would receive anywhere between $75 million and $100 million in these attacks. Now, this makes it one of the biggest data heists in recent years. Within the IT industry, victims of the MoveIt data extortion campaign included IBM, Cognizant, and Deloitte, PricewaterhouseCoopers, and Ernest & Young. I just want to quickly go on a tangent regarding this, is that in terms of what Klopp has done in terms of exploiting was, which is um, not definitely, uh, you know, out of left field, mind you, but they basically asked these compromised organizations to pay them or they're going to leak their data. Now, generally, in typical ransomware fashion, you would pay the ransomware to these, these criminals. They'll give you the key to unlock your data and that's it. Klopp is playing a different game. Klopp basically said, if you don't pay, we're going to expose you anyways. So regardless if these affected organizations had proper cybersecurity measures, so basically meaning they can just rip, rip and replace and reinstall everything back into their infrastructure, Klopp was still going to leak their data anyways. So these companies were between a rock and a hard place, knowing that if they don't pay the group the money they're asking for, they're still going to release their data even though these organizations may have actually taken the right steps to protect themselves, they were still between that rock and a hard place about their customers' data. So this is really changing the dynamics, changing the game. And you're going to see this, especially in 2024, where these cyber criminals are looking at ways to continue to fund their campaigns and be able to have their cake and eat it too. Number five. PBI Research Services Breach. In one prominent case, a MoveIt-related incident ended up resulting in numerous downstream breaches of organizations that use a large third-party vendor. The breach of PBI Research Services became the largest single MoveIt-related incident in terms of total individuals impacted after data from 13.8 million individuals was ultimately compromised and this is according to the Identity Theft Resource Center. Number six, Barracuda email security gateway attacks. Now, this was initially disclosed by Barracuda in late May. The attack campaign leveraged a, a critical vulnerability in the company's email security gateway on-premise applications. So further investigation from the company and uh, Mandiant found that the vulnerability had been exploited as far back as October of 2022. Barracuda disclosed in June that it believed 5% of its active um, email security gateway appliances 
had been compromised by these attackers. Uh, the attacks prompted the highly unusual recommendation from Barracuda that affected customers should actually replace their entire device. Now, Barracuda would replace them for free, mind you. Uh, Mandiant had attributed the campaign group as it tracks as UNC4841, which is believed to work in support of China's government. The firm's researchers reported that government agencies were disproportionately targeted in these attacks with a particular focus on the United States. Number seven, Microsoft Cloud Email Breach. Now, this is a high-profile breach of Microsoft Cloud Email accounts that belong to multiple U.S. government agencies. This was discovered in June and is believed to have, to have impacted the emails of Commerce Secretary Gina uh, Raimondo, as well as the U.S. Ambassador to China, Nicholas Burns, and officials in the Commerce Department. A total of 60,000 emails were stolen from 10 U.S. State Department accounts in this compromise, according to these reports. Now, in September, Microsoft had it uh, had it uh, just uh, Microsoft had identified additional issues that enabled the China-linked threat actor tracked as Storm 0558 to compromise the cloud email accounts of these U.S. officials. Microsoft had said a stolen Azure Active Directory key was misused to forge authentication tokens and gain access to emails from an estimated 25 organizations. As they say, your people are your weakest link. Number eight, casino operator tax. Now, there are many concerning elements uh, in, about these highly disruptive attacks against um, NGM and Caesars Entertainment back in September. Uh, this was included the reported use of social engineering by the hackers to trick an IT help desk personnel into providing access in the MGM breach. Now, according to some security researchers, the teenage and young adult hackers of Scattered Spider utilized the Black Cat ransomware that was provided by ALF. And this gang has been previously affiliated with Darkside, which is the group that was behind the Colonel Pipeline attack. While ransomware as a service has been a growing trend for years in Eastern Europe, the alliance between these teen hackers, which uh, some of these reports say include members in the United States and the United Kingdom and the United uh, and the Russian speaking ransomware as a service groups, appears to expand the threat landscape in troubling new directions. Now, again, this could set the stage in what is to come in 2024 regarding these ransomware as a service attacks. Number nine. Cisco IOS XE attacks. Now, this happened in mid-October. A campaign against Cisco IOS XE customers rapidly became one of the most widespread edge attacks ever. Uh, this is according to experts that told CRN. Nearly 42,000 Cisco devices were compromised through exploits of a critical IOS XE vulnerability discovered in October 16th. And this is according to the census researchers. Cisco said, said an advisory that day that the zero-day vulnerability in iOS XE saw an active exploitation by attackers. The privilege es escalation vulnerability received a maximum severity rating 10 out of 10 from Cisco. Exploitation of the critical vulnerability can show 
and sorry, that can allow a malicious actor acquire full control of the compromised device. And this is according to the Cisco's Talus Threat Intelligence Team. So this is of, of all the edge attacks, this is one of the most significant news that happened in 23. And lastly, number 10, Okta support system breach. On October 20th, Okta disclosed a data breach affecting its support case management system, which the company initially believed had impacted a very small subset, quote unquote, of its 18,000 customers. In early November, however, Okta acknowledged that data from 134 customers had been accessed. And then in late November, the identity platform provider revised its assessment again, disclosing that the breach had included the theft of all support customer names and emails. The victims of the attack also included several major cybersecurity vendors. Following Okita's initial disclosure about the support system breach, Beyond Trust, Cloudflare, and 1Password each said they were among the impacted customers in the incident. So what do we need to look forward to in 2024? In 2024 onward, this is a difficult question for me to answer. And unfortunately, I still do not own that cybersecurity crystal ball. And if I did, I would be a rich man. To look ahead in 2024, the integration of emerging technologies, including regulatory developments and the adaptability of cybersecurity strategies will continue to shape the industry's response to these future challenges. Collaboration, innovation, and a proactive approach will all be essential in safeguarding our digital future. And this responsibility is on all of our hands. Now, I will say that the end of 2023 signifies not only the culmination of a year of challenges, but also the resilience and adaptability of the cybersecurity community. This isn't all doom and gloom. By learning from the past, embracing technological advancements, fostering collaboration, we really pave the way for a more secure digital landscape in the years to come. The best thing you need to do today is to notice the writing on the wall and how all of these mentioned large-scale attacks affect us in every way. Also take into account there are various other low-scale or minimal-scale attacks that has just as affected as many people. By ignoring your responsibility of your own cyber hygiene or your own organization's cyber hygiene, then you are only on your way to these headaches that are very unimaginable right now. So let me say this, don't let all these things intimidate you or scare you. It is very easy to follow the simple steps of having basic cyber hygiene moving into 2024. I'm stopping short of saying to make this your resolution, but to make this part of your life today. Thanks for listening to this episode of Darling Cyber Cafe. Be sure to subscribe and stay tuned for weekly episode releases because in the world of cybersecurity, knowledge is power. Happy New Year.